So what, what I'm going to do now is just invite up uh, a couple of the youth group. They're just going to share for um, briefly, maybe five minutes or so, just testimonies about what God's been doing in their lives this year and um, whatever else God's put on their heart, really. So please make them feel welcome. Who's, who's up first? Michael. Come on, Michael. Yeah, these guys are great. So go for it, mate. Thank you. Good morning. Oh, jeez. Being up here feels quite surreal. Never, especially sitting up the front, feel like a very important person. So thank you for that. Uh, yeah, so thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak. I'm really excited. Uh, during the week when Adam texted me, I was actually very nervous and I almost bailed. I was just washing the dishes and I see this text from Adam and I almost dropped and played on the floor. Mum just looks over and she's like, what are you doing? But yeah, so... Yeah, so... I've been at youth for five years now. Um, youth age sort of starts around year six. So, yeah, for most of us, if not all, um, this place is a home away from home. Um, so youth for me is a home in my home away from home. Yeah, and as you can imagine, it would be very homely. Um, yeah, so as Adam said, we have Encounter and Furnace Nights. Uh, furnace Nights are really my favourite because... Um, yeah, as Adam said, we get to hang out in our cells. Um, that's our spot over there for the older boys. Um, so, yeah, um, for me, really, youth is a place to come and be with family, uh, be with friends and, um, yeah, really grow in our relationships with God and each other to share experiences and to, um, yeah, just learn from all of our many mistakes as young people. Um, yeah, so growing in a cell group with my friends who have now become my brothers in Christ, or have always been really, um, it's been really amazing. Like As, again, as Adam has said, such an inspirational person, um, that, uh, yeah, we, we find our faith not to be our parents or uh, someone else's, but has really become our own. And, yeah, as, as we've progressed through the year, um, I've really been connecting more with God, growing in our relationship and, um, you know, sharing with a lot more people um, my story, what's, what's been going on in my life. And, yeah, I've prayed to God that that has um, inspired some works. Uh, but... A really significant thing that happened this year uh, during the April school holidays, you saw pictures of it, the Soul Conference. Uh, so we go every year, and this year it was uh, a Canberra and surrounding regions kind of thing. Usually we join up with Sydney, but they thought it was a bit too big. So, uh, But I think the smaller conference was a lot better in a sense that we got to talk to more people from around Canberra, get to know a lot more people, and uh, come together as a youth group. Um, so, yeah, we stayed at Trinity Christian School, which I found kind of interesting because it's weird sleeping at your school. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, the experience was amazing. I, I loved it. Uh, being around, like, so many young people that are on fire for God, uh, willing to learn and to um, put their newfound skills to work, it's just amazing. Uh, really, really, really inspirational for me. Um, so yeah, every day we attended seminars and um, 
went on missions. So my group for missions was three people from our youth group and the rest of our youth group kind of split off. So it was a little daunting, just us three going out to people we don't really know. But that was really, really good in a sense that we got to meet new people and establish new friendships and relationships. Um, yeah, so we went out to Corwell, uh, Child Care Centre there, and we helped to uh, just clean up the place, do some gardening, do some general maintenance. Uh, it's like filling up a sand pit was one of our uh, duties and uh, trimming some hedges, pulling up some bushes, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, but yeah, alongside making new friends, it was really good to go and serve the community, um, not only just like to get the warm fuzzies, but um, to also spread the word of God, to spread his love, because I'm fairly sure the people we served and many of the others that we served uh, don't actually know Christ. So it was really good to show our love for him through our works. And every year um, we go to help someone, it's always great to hear um, the people we serve. They always say, it's great to see young people helping out like this. Um, you know, young people seen as kind of lazy and just don't really do anything. So it's really good to make an impact on yeah them. Um, yeah. Yeah, so during free time, during Seoul, we got to really build our relationship. So we became from good friends to becoming family during that trip. And I'm sure that'll continue to happen even when everyone else is gone, new youth come. Um, but yeah, youth has been a really, really crucial part of my life. Um, I can guarantee that I wouldn't be the person I am today without it. Uh, I'm really thankful for God and all the leaders for the guidance and the nurturing that they've gifted me throughout the years. Um, yeah, I've been able to grow in my faith and because of this I've been blessed in many, many ways like in school life, in relationship life and in home life. I've been given many opportunities to serve God during school in like worship and worship here as well. And um, yeah, captaincies and leadership roles, it's been amazing. Uh, yeah, well at youth, God is our first priority as it should be in our lives. Um, but the thing is, all of us are different, especially at youth. We're all going through different parts of life and different journeys. Um, yeah, but the best part about that is we get to learn from others and seek advice from older and even listen to younger people with, yeah, like as Catherine said, the younger people just sort of just do instead of hesitate. They just let go and yeah it's amazing so yeah we're we've all been able to grow in relationships together with God and just share everything and yeah that's just been really amazing for me yeah. and I think Beth is coming up now oh, yeah good morning so my name is Beth, for those of you who might not know me, and I've just finished year 11, so this has been my sixth year at youth. Um, so this morning, I just wanted to talk briefly about something that God's really been speaking to me about over the last year or so, and that is the idea of calling and following God's plan for my life. This is something that's come up fairly frequently at youth, um, through some of Adam's talks and last term at an elective night, Pete also spoke about calling. 
So it's been a fairly repetitive theme for me, um, especially being in college where the most common question you get asked is, what are you doing when you leave school? I found that the most common response from college students is usually, I don't know, either because they genuinely don't know or they just can't be bothered repeating it for the hundredth time. So I fall into the category of genuinely not knowing what I'm going to do. I mean, I have a vague idea of what I enjoy doing and where my giftings lie, but I'm just not really sure what I'm going to do with that at this point. This hasn't actually always been an issue for me. In fact, from about preschool right up until last year, I knew exactly what I was going to do and I had it all planned out. Um, and the same idea had stuck pretty much the whole way through. But last year at Soul Survivor, uh, God really challenged me on this and reminded me that only he knows um, what is going to happen in my life and that he knows what is best for me and essentially threw my plans out the window. So without going into too much detail, over the past year or so, um, I've replanned and unreplanned many times and am yet again in that place of not really being sure what God wants me to do with my life. I guess you could say that I have a plan B, but plan A is yet to be discovered. During this time, I have often struggled a bit with the uncertainty of what's going to happen next. But through it all, God just keeps reminding me that he is faithful and he knows exactly what he's doing. Adam's theme at youth this term in his talks has been works in progress, and it's been very timely for me. The key verse has been Philippians 1 verse 6, which says, And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Without re-preaching Adam's sermons, um, I just want to talk briefly about one of the things that really stood out to me in relation to my own journey at this point. Adam talked about how God has made us a promise. He has already begun a good work in me. He will complete it and not just leave me in this place of uncertainty. And through the process, he is with me. It's been a great encouragement to me that God is with me. And although it might be hard sometimes, he is refining me into the person that he wants me to be. I'm learning to put my trust in him and know that he is guiding my steps even when I can't see the path. It's okay that I don't have it all planned out neatly yet because I am still a work in progress and God is continuing to shape and refine me. So most of you are not at the same stage of life as me right now, but we all face uncertainty at times. My encouragement to you is that God will bring the good work in you to completion at the day of Christ. Thank you. Thank you, Michael and Beth. It's great to hear, yeah, just kind of firsthand from some of the youth, just the things that God has been doing in their own lives. So I hope that you have been encouraged uh, this morning, just, just kind of having that focus and hearing from them. So um, just to kind of bring it together this morning as we finish the service, I want to just bring an encouragement to us. It's not a sermon or anything like that, 
maybe a sermonette you could call it. And I know that means different things to different people. Like if it was an Apostle Paul sermonette, you might think there's kind of another three hours worth, you know, the finally, the three finalies in a lot of his letters. But I just want to bring an encouragement uh, in this season that we're in, leading up to Christmas. And that is to remember the significance of this season, first of all. We're well and truly into the Christmas season with, you know, the shops, the carols, the Christmas music in the shops, things like that. And I don't know about you, but it seems like there are more things on at this time of year with each passing year. School assemblies, school presentations, carols nights, uh, end of year kind of wrap-up parties, work functions. The list can go on. And it can be so easy to get swept up in the busyness of what this season uh, has become in, in our society, I guess. I don't know about you, but, but sometimes I know even, even recently in my own life that you can get to Christmas Day and it's, it's almost like the first time you've just stopped to reflect upon Christmas, upon Jesus, upon the significance of, of you know, what we celebrate at this time of year. And... Um, you know, this year I encourage us, and I've certainly tried to do this more in my own life, to, to intentionally um, set aside that time to remember Jesus, to remember the significance of what we're celebrating. And um, I love what it says. I think it's in that carol, Joy to the World. It says, you know, let every heart prepare him room. And so I want to encourage us this morning, let's intentionally make room for Jesus in this season, in the midst of all that's happening, in the busyness, and all that kind of thing. Let's intentionally make room for Jesus. And the second encouragement this morning this is the final point. So it's a very short sermonette. So remember the significance of the season, but remember why Jesus came as well. And if you want to turn in your Bibles to Luke chapter 4, verse 16. And I think, Sorry, recognizing the significance of this season is made easier when we remember why Jesus came. And in Luke 4.16, it says, And he, Jesus, came to Nazareth where he'd been brought up. And as was his custom, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day. And he stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor, he has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And so he was uh, just quoting here from Isaiah 61, verse 1 and 2. Now this here is Jesus' mission. This is what he came to do. And, and what he's saying here in Luke 4, when he's reading this prophetic passage here in the midst of the uh, people on, on the Sabbath day, saying, look, I am here. This is what I've come to do today. This scripture that you've read probably many times before from the prophet Isaiah, today it's fulfilled in your hearing. And you know, Jesus' mission that he came for, it hasn't changed today. He's still the source of good news. He's still the one binding up the brokenhearted. He's still bringing freedom and liberty to those who are held captive. He's still seeking and saving the lost. He's still bringing light to those in darkness because he's the light of the world. He's still bringing hope to the hopeless. 
And so for us, I want to encourage us to remember why he came, the reason why he came, and to kind of take hold of that in our own lives. So he came to bring good news. So let's receive that good news that Jesus came to bring, and let's spread that good news as well to those around us. You know, he he came to bring light. So the Bible talks about, you know, walking as children of the light. Let's walk in the light, the best way to um, kind of, put aside or get rid of darkness is to be in the light, to walk in the light. And freedom, as, as I mentioned earlier, that was our theme for our youth camp this year. It's for freedom that Christ has set us free. It is for freedom that he set us free. So let's walk in that freedom. Let's take hold of that in our own lives. His love, his peace, the list could go on. So in this season, let's not have our focus just on the presence, on the food, on the family time perhaps, on holidays, on the Boxing Day test, hallelujah. Although these are all good things, of course. Let's intentionally remember why Jesus came, why he came. You might want to reflect on that, that passage from Luke or Isaiah in your own time. And let's remember the significance of Christmas. Let's intentionally make room for him in our hearts. Make room to reflect in these week leading, weeks leading up to Christmas, to ponder our great God and Savior, to remember and reflect on what he's done, and to respond in worship. And uh, I love that encouragement that Beth left us with, that was our focus throughout this last term at youth, that, that he is faithful, that he has begun a good work in our lives, and he will bring it to completion at the day of Christ.